what is going on guys i'm paul this is pauline theology's daily devo man we're back we're talking about judges and we're about to hit up gideon we about to jump straight into gideon man we uh are on the fourth yes the fourth major judge in the judges cycle in the uh, book of the saviors so let's go ahead without further ado and let's get on into it man all right We've got Judges chapter 6, verse 11. It says, Now the angel of the Lord came and sat under the terabith of Oprah, which uh, belonged to Josiah, Joash, the Abiezerite, while his son Gideon was beating out wheat in the wine press to hide it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, O mighty man of valor. And Gideon said to him, Please, my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us and where are all his wonderful deeds that our fathers recounted to us saying, did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? By now the Lord has forsaken us and given us into the hand of Midian. And the Lord turned to him and said, go in this might of yours and save Israel from the hand of Midian. Do not I send you? And he said to him, please, Lord, how can I save Israel? Behold, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said to him, but I will be with you, and you shall strike the Midianites as one man. So we're going to stop right there. What we got, what's going on? The first question, what is going on? What's actually happening in these verses? Well, it says an angel of the Lord came and sat under uh, the terabith of Oprah. I think that's just a tree. A terabith is a tree. So he, he came up and sat under this thing. And Gideon was uh, beating out some wheat in the wine press because he was hiding or it says he was running, actually running scared from the Midianites, just like everybody else running scared, man. It's funny because he's he's hiding because you're supposed to beat wheat out in the in the open. So kind of like he's making it hard on himself to do this because whenever you, you beat wheat, you like uh, beat it and throw it up in the air and then you let the wind catch the chaff and then the good stuff falls down into the grain. But if he's hiding out in this barn type thing, you know what I mean? The wine press, then he ain't getting much wind. <laughs> so like uh, the the idea is that the oppression of the, um, the Midianites is so strong that they're trying to find ways that they can still produce some kind of prop, you know what I mean, that nobody can see them do it because this is this is the only way he's going to be able to keep the food because if he's out in the open busting this stuff up, they're going to come and they're going to devour it. So Gideon is doing this, right? And then uh, the angel of the Lord that was under the tree appears to him and he says, which is so funny, he says, oh, mighty man of valor. He's like, oh, strong man, oh, tough man, oh, brave man. You know what I'm saying? When we just heard a second ago that uh, he, he's a, a, a scaredy cat because he's hiding. That's funny. And Gideon said to him, says, uh, he says, uh, the Lord is with you. But Gideon is like, bro, if the Lord's with me, then why are we being oppressed? It's funny because he, like the, the angel of the Lord literally just told the people, the reason why they're being oppressed. He's like, I've done all of this stuff beforehand and you do not listen to me. You're turning to other gods. So that's why you're oppressed. But Gideon, he tripping, bro. And he know, he just asking questions, man. He just like, man, why are you doing this? Why, why are you, why are you uh, uh, allowing these Midianites to take over us if the Lord is with me? 
And so uh, he talks about all that stuff. You know, he's like, you brought me out of Egypt. You did all these wonders before the sight of my forefathers. But we being oppressed. But the Lord said this. He said to him, he says, go in the might of yours and save Israel. <laughs> That's funny, dude, because he's still weak. He still feels like he's he can't do anything. He's like, go in your might and then, then take it over, man. He's like, bro, I, I can't do that, man. He's like, I'm the smallest, the weakest and everything, just continually showing his weakness. But then God says this. He says, I am with you. I am with you. And uh, a powerful thing, is, if you read in Hebrew, is that I am is the name. And that's the uh, divine name that God spoke to uh, Moses on the burning bush. And so in some ways, it could even see it's because Yahweh or I am, the I am, the great I am is with you. Because he is, man. He's with him. And so um, whenever he says, I am with you, bro, that's got to bring that's got to bring some power. That's got to bring some strength, man. So what 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 should we take from this? What can we see about God in this? Well, he's the God who is with so that man, I did a, um, a study on that the other day, man. And it just it's powerful to know that that's a a picture of him, a character that God has assigned to himself or it's not assigned to himself. It just is who he is. But he is the God who is with. He will be what he will be in order to save his people. And that's what he's about to do here. He's going to change old scaredy cat Gideon into a uh, a valiant warrior. A, a mighty man of valor, just like he called him. He's calling him out and making him to be that which he called him. So he he's not this right now, but what God sees in Gideon is quite different than what Gideon sees in himself. And the second thing is uh, what can we see? And then uh, I guess I think also that, that God is a God who cares. He not only um, he's there for Gideon, but Gideon's asking all these questions. He's nervous. He's he's scared. But God cares enough about him to strengthen him and build him up. He listens to him and he doesn't throw him aside just because he's doubting. And then what does it say about man? I think it says that sometimes we don't. Well, we're weak. Just just straight up. We're weak. We're scared and we can't do anything. But what it does say about us is that even in our weakness and our frailty, and our um, ability to <laughs> not handle situations because we crazy or some whatever the frailty is, whatever the brokenness is in us, God can use us and he can make us powerful beyond measure. So what should we take from this? What should we know from this? Well, I think we should remember the words of Paul um, in the New Testament. He says, when I am weak, he is strong. It's because out of our weakness, our strength is made known. And then when our strength is made known, it's given to God for his glory alone, not ours. It's God's glory. And that's what he wants the world to see is that I think it says in the New Testament as well. It says that um, it is the, the, the things that people think are crazy. It's the things that people think are weak. And it's the things that people think are sickly that God uses to shame the wise to shame the strong. And so that's a uh, that's, that's wonderful to see because I know I'm weak, man. I know uh, I have tendencies to do wrong, but God would still use me and he will use you as well. Just like he's about to use Gideon. This hiding weakling, he's about to make him a uh, a great and valiant warrior. May God be with you today and see that you 
no matter who you are, can be a great and valiant warrior through the name of Jesus. I'll see you guys tomorrow.